Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. A Buddha is someone who's awake within the matrix and co-creating with divinity as a soul having a human experience. Each enlightened episode is dedicated to help you level up the energy field of your Merkaba. You can manifest the parallel reality that fits the best version of you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and does not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Now, let's welcome your host, author Von Galt, and her guest. Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galt. And today we talk to author Lisa Barnett about the Great Library. In Buddhism, the Akashic Records is known as the Great Library. The Jakarta Tales is a life review of 1,000 lifetimes that the founder of Buddhism, Siddhartha Gautama, remembered, which led to his awakening and ascension. And the rest is history. So with that, Lisa, welcome to Merkaba Chakras. Oh, thank you, Vaughn. I'm excited to be here with you and have this, this conversation, this profound conversation, I'm sure it will be. Yes, yes. I'm super, super excited. We were talking a little bit earlier, but before we get into your work uh, and how the Akashic Records can help us navigate into our best lives, can you tell us your story for how you even got into this work? Of course. So um, basically the easiest way to explain it is that my first memory was at about three years old and I realized that I was trapped in a body. I can remember like standing in the kitchen with my mom and thinking, why doesn't she understand me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm mm-hmm. telling her this stuff. <laughs> and then it was like looking at my hands and thinking, oh no, right? Trapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of funny because as I got a little bit older and remembered that again, when I really had language and could converse, I thought I was so you know, kind of bummed that I was Mm -hmm. trapped in a body. And for a while, when I was younger, I used to feel like it was some kind of punishment. Like, what what was wrong? What did I do wrong? (laughs) That I'm back here again. And I could remember being an etheric soul and and conversing with ease with my etheric friends because we didn't have to use all these words. Mm -hmm. So I literally started studying when I was like 14 years old. I was living in California. Um, I was in high school. It was the late, late 60s, early 70s. The Maharishi was coming to the U.S., you know, and the Beatles and Transcendental Meditation and lots of good information coming to the um the world to us, Mm. to the U.S. at that time. And so I literally started studying when I was really just about 14 and went on to um, 
study philosophy in college. And then, you know, for me, it was kind of an interesting thing. And we'll talk a lot more about this later. But my two very best friends both died in kind of different and extreme ways. The first Mm -hmm. one at 13 with a brain tumor Mm -hmm. that she never woke up from. And the, the second one who was really my closest soul sister. If you think of twin flames, they can be like your mm-hmm. very best friend. Right. Um, and she died in a freak car accident. There wasn't even a car accident. She flew out of the car, you know, mm-hmm. broke her neck and instantly died. So mm-hmm. I just felt again, like um, punishment, abandonment. So it, it triggered a lot of my own, you know, uh, soul work that I had come to do and work on and work through karmic patterns. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went totally off the rails because I was mad (laughs) for about 15 years. It was really easy to go off the rails in San Francisco, um, in the seventies and eighties, let's just say. So, (laughs) um, But it was really through, again, chronic fatigue, chronic illness that brought me back through acupuncture and energy healing to wake back up again and realize that I myself had come in this lifetime to be a healer and to bring this sort of work back to humanity. So I started studying energy healing and the Akashic Records showed up, even though it was still very unknown back in Mm -hmm. the 80s. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, kind of what the record keepers started to talk to me when I was working with clients as a healer. And I'd hear this kind of big booming voice and I get all this amazing information about past and what was going on and soul plans. And I think, what the heck is that? (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. Now you heard a booming voice. So when you, what do you hear like a voice or do you just have a feeling of images like this feels no, it, it, right? It or, really you... felt and it wasn't I'm going to say it wasn't really from outside of my body, but it felt like it was. It was like yeah. a big masculine voice that would give me this very expansive information that I never received from my higher self, you know, from my intuition while I was doing my everyday energy healing. Mm -hmm. So what I'd realized with some clients and, and the record keepers later said, when I would come together with a high vibrational client and I had a high enough vibration that we could move into their Akashic records to do this bigger healing for them. Right, right. But I didn't know how to do that for myself. So that came a little bit later. I worked in the records back then, you know, kind of hit or miss depending on the client for almost Mm -hmm. five years until I actually realized that's who this this big booming voice came from. Mm. And so once I finally was able to consciously say, oh, I can connect to the Akashic Record Keepers and do more studying and research and all of that, um, I it became something I could do um, at will, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then eventually they said, um, please start a school and we would like to give you some new vibrational keys and some mm-hmm. sacred prayers for the star seeds, for the more galactic crowd. Right. So, you know, they've given me um, six different access prayers to open your own Akashic records, kind of depending on where you're from energetically, like galactically. And so it's, 
it's a little bit different than, than the way that um, most people either have learned to open their records. Some people do it through guided meditation. You know, some people do it through using a sacred prayer. There's a couple of teachers that teach one sacred prayer, um, but they gave me six because they say, we want you to really bring this out to everyone in the planet. Right, right. <laughs> so that's really interesting. So I have a couple questions about your experience coming into, um, into your work of teaching Akashic Records reading, because like in Buddhism, um, we have a lot of different modalities and a lot of different meditations. We have NLP, we have a lot of different hypnosis scripts, which is basically meditations um, to get people into that state of consciousness where they bypass their ego consciousness and then they go straight into connection to source. And that is where they can, um, you know, be open to different life reviews of different lifetimes that they have or in the other side is still living. So they get previewed to those, to those, and then whatever the information comes through, then they can learn um, from the information that was brought forth for them to see. And, um, and there's a lot of ways in which you can get those life reviews. What we call it in this context is your Akashic records or looking at your past lives, looking at your different lives, looking at your life in the ethereal or spirit realms. But you also teach um, not just past lives, but you teach, you go beyond the records of earth and you go beyond into like the spirit records, like what they were doing in the spirit world or uh, less the spirit world, more what I call galactic. So what, galactic. So, okay. Yeah. The, the, the record keepers say that, 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 when we individuate from source, we have many, many long journeys in sometimes we live in different dimensions and realms. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're part of an angelic realm or sometimes we live on other planets or dimensions. Like mm -hmm. people would say, you know, oh, I'm a star seed. I'm from the Pleiades or from, right. you know, Sirius or I'm from Andromeda, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I find is that the, the prayers that the record keepers have given me connect to these like a Pleiadian prayer, a Syrian prayer, Arcturian, more of a galactic traveler for those of us who do a lot of traveling yeah. from one dimension to another one yeah, plane, yeah. plane to another. And so um, there's some information about those lives. And again, I really find that when we access our own Akashic records, um, we all as humans have our own levels of um, abilities and right. filters and information we can access, but we can access past lives all the way up to this very present moment. We can, the past from this mm -hmm. moment back, yeah, this place, plane, dimension and others. So um, I can ask about, say, past lives that I had um, when I lived on the dog star Sirius. Now, mm -hmm. I personally feel I've, I've got a, a strong connection to Sirius. They say that the original, um, uh, many of the Egyptian gods came from Sirius. So it's also mm -hmm. very connected to Egypt and what yeah. Egypt became. And so we get, yeah, that kind of information. Um yeah. Some people probably, you know, channel more specific information depending on who you are and what you want to work on, right? In right. your Akashic records. But it's, they're vast, vast yeah. records. So let me ask you something because, um, you know, I've spoken to different Akashic records readers and a lot of the information is very insightful and it helps people kind of uh, navigate their reality, navigate their experience here. Um, why did you 
incarnate into the physical form because obviously you have remembrance of coming down the dimensions and coming down the frequencies into the physical form and you were not really happy with it it was almost you felt like you were de- being demoted so why would you quote quote back. be demoted back to physicality um in such a dense planet like earth Um, Well, because I had made a soul contract a very long time ago with Gaia herself, with the with our dear mother Earth herself to help to um, protect her and and help humanity to be elevated and to awaken at this time. And so why this time? Why this time? Why not other times? Well, so interesting. I've tried a lot of times. (laughs) The record keepers say that I have had. around 1,000 human lives, which I find quite appalling, honestly. <laughs> but, because it's typically about 25 and then they're done. Um, actually, the record keepers tell me that most people live hundreds of lives because ah. we get stuck in the karmic patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But most of us figure it all out and get out of here by 600, 700, 800. So I'm like, ah. what am I, an idiot? A thousand lives? You know? You're a slow learner or are you just doing a lot of extra volunteer work? A lot of service. It really is. You know, so you what they say journey. is just mm-hmm. the, yeah, just the very ancient and I have come to, to help humanity. And it's really been what I've come to do. And, you know, as a person, um, it's kind of hard to go, really, are you sure? You know, I mean, literally when the record keepers first asked me to start a school and help bring this work back to humanity, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's crazy. Who am I? I'm a mom. I have a bunch of little kids. You've got yeah. the wrong woman. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I said, why me? Right. And they said, because you were once one of us. So that stopped me in my tracks. What they is said, us? What define us? One of the Akashic record keepers. Uh, okay. I had actually been an Akashic master back in the very beginning. So the story they told me was that when a soul individuates from source, we choose a journey. Many of us go to dimensions or realms or planets or places to start to experience our our, um, individuality. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of us, not that many, but some, certainly it's got to be enough because if you've got record keepers for every soul, there's a fair amount of us. Mm-hmm. that we decide to be of service and to work in the Akashic field. And it also gives us the chance to learn and grow before we go out there. So if you imagine that, that you decided to go and study and, you know, just like some of us who love to study, we go to college, we get our master's, right. we get our PhD, we get a second master's, right? Thank we you. love to learn, <laughs> right? So kind of a, an Akashic record keeper type of style. And so we want to know everything before we go out so we don't flub up our, our experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, and so that's really what I did. So I was a record keeper there, an Akashic record master, really working in the higher levels of the, the Akashic realm, mm-hmm. guiding people on their soul you know, purpose and path and journey. And so I said that I would come back and help to bring the information back to humanity. So the really interesting thing the record keeper said was that 
during the dark ages, they pulled the vibration of the Akashic field away from earth Mm. because people were misusing the energy and information that they could receive for their own gain. So people, the vibration had been higher on earth. It was easier for people. The veil was a little thinner. It was easier for people often to see the fairies, the angels to receive, um, you know, kind of big downloads information. And so people were using it to say, how do I win this war? Or where does that person hide their gold or, or jewels? Mm -hmm. And so people were really using it, um, for their own gain. And so the record keepers realized during the dark ages, they had to remove the energy so people couldn't access it any longer. And it had really been gone from the planet until about the, well, it was really this around the sixties, 1960s. Yeah. And that has to do with this time, which is when the dawning of the age of Aquarius Mm -hmm. began, right. We started to move into the, um, to the energy of Aquarius and out of the last kind of yuga, that big 26,000 year um, cycle, cycle, thank you, (laughs) into our new 26,000 year cycle, which is the Aquarian cycle. And so as we began that, the they brought the record keepers brought the energy closer so that more people could start to access it. And then they started to um, help people to have these experiences through meditation to, to reconnect to the Akashic records. So yeah, came back and said, okay, I'll help teach this. Like, duh, right? What a crazy. (laughs) And then then you're born, you're like, why did I do that? Really? Um, What was I thinking? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, what the thing, you know, in Buddhism, I've actually had a lot of um, Buddhist monks growing up tell me that I, um, it's the same job. <laughs> they called me a life planner. Kind of like a, kind of like a, uh, when you want to go on vacation, you go and you plan your trip, you plan your excursions, you plan where you're going to live, where we're going to stay, all, et cetera, et cetera. And you, when you talk to your travel agent, uh, when it comes to souls incarnating into whatever um, excursion, that they're going to go into, they talk to a life planner. Probably it's the same exact, it's the same definition. But the yep. funny thing is that in Buddhism, we call, we call this whole life journey, we call it a sojourn, which actually mm-hmm. a sojourn means journey. It just means to journey. But another definition for sojourn is vacation. <laughs> I so, love that. I so love in that. Buddhism, the word we, we, you know, you hear all of Buddhists, you know, go, "Oh, have a great sojourn. You have a great samsara. You have a great journey. You have a great sojourn." All we're saying is, have a great vacation because your soul is <laughs> having a vacation here, and most of them are choosing horrific vacations and painful <laughs> excursions <laughs> because they don't know they're on vacation. But uh, that's basically what it is: is you're on. Your soul is on a vacation from source, right? And you pick um, where you're going to stay. You picked the vessel in which you're going to experience this from. You pick the storyline or the aspects of your vacation that you're going to um, try to experience. And you even put excursions in that experience. And a couple just to make it um, just so that you can grow and expand you put some life challenges in there as well so um so people are like what 
this is the vacation. And they get really upset with that idea because they're like, I've been planning this whole thing wrong. So, um, but it's, it's really, really funny. So, uh, so we're talking the same exact language. And then for the, the, the advanced souls coming back uh, with some knowledge, um, your Bodhisattva journey. So, uh, which 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 is which can be difficult because um, it's like staying in kindergarten and reteaching the kindergarten class over and over again and teaching the basic building blocks over and over again and you're kind of like, oh, I might be on this. Am I might be on this. That's what we. Do you say that a lot? Yeah, it's it's been um, yeah. And it's, there's different times, of course, that are, you know, harder and more challenging. I think now, you know, now that I've gotten quite a bit older and my kids are grown and all that sort of thing, I, I get to really have more vacation. Like I was just, I just <laughs> was talking about coming back from a three-week trip to um, to Croatia and to the Bosnian pyramids. And, and it's so funny that you say that because... I think I've always been like in this life, like a travel agent. I love to travel. The record keepers say you're a galactic travel. You've traveled the universes forever, right? And so, and my husband always laughs. He was like, you are the best travel agent I've ever seen. Everything, I just, I I find like the perfect places. We had some friends meet us over in Croatia and they changed all of their hotels to join us. They say, you just pick the best hotels and the best people and everything's so nice. And I'm like, well, that's the gift of coming to earth a thousand times. We can. (laughs) (laughs) My husband and I, like we have the same exact thing. Like when we, we have a, when we go on vacation, we take videos and we put reviews on with the, Oh, here's a great spot to do a, this excursion here on this island or that. We have the trip advisor. We have a whole thing of trip advisor. I even wrote, um, let me see. I wrote coloring books. Hawaii vacation guide. (laughs) I love it. It's a coloring book of, um, of uh, coloring. That's my husband and I. Oh, I love it. So anyways, I write coloring yep. books for kids as well as Buddhism books, but I write coloring books and basically it, it details all of our vacation excursions, where to go, how what we did. And typically we, we pick the, the, the best spots and they're not expensive. They're just not known yet. Right. Yep. You know, we, right. did a, we, we did a little bit more research and we used Google Earth and found the, 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 the vacation rental or the house or the um, hotel right there on the beach that is not advertised because yeah. they're going through remodeling and everything's 50% off. Right, right. You know, right, and so, right. you know, you find those those little jewels and stuff. And then you you find the excursions that you want to go to, but you want to, we don't like a lot of people, a lot of traffic and, okay. and we don't like wrong lines to go to the bathroom or to go anywhere. So we pick the, the, we call and we ask him, what are the times where it's less people? And that's when we, so we, we book around yep. the trends. Yes. And right. we have the best time, <laughs> the best time. I really am like a life travel agent. <laughs> right. And those are the great. So those are some of the great gifts and the perks of being ancient, really, really, really old. Right. And, 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 and being innate. kind of, yeah, you just, you know it, you feel it again. A lot of it, I think some of the great gifts that I've realized are kind of a lot of lack of fear and worry mm-hmm. and concern, because we know this is, we're infinite and this is just a flash in the pan. This is just one tiny one life out of a thousand right <laughs> right right so let's talk about these life contracts so one of the things that's common in buddhism 
is that many people repeat unconscious behavior patterns that they that do not serve them positively lifetime after lifetime due to the veil on earth. And and I think these veils are thinning because a lot of people are remembering different different life experiences or have muscle memory of certain phobias. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, when challenges come up in our lives, they are those life lessons that are here to um, kind of test us and kind of, you know, because we, we, we agreed to them. And this is the hard thing. A lot of people don't understand this concept of soul groups and soul contracts. And why would we agree to, to challenge it? Can you talk about that? Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because how can we use is- this information to heal that, you know. Yep. Yeah. So, um, of course, I do still a a lot of Akashic Record readings for clients. And one of the biggest questions that people um, come to me for and ask about is often it's kind of like, do I still have a soul contract with my spouse? Like, is it safe to divorce them yet? <laughs> you know, and it's really... the one that's responsible for if they do divorce or say, you know, you're like, oh, right. Is there still something to learn? So, so what I love to explain with people is that we really do write a whole plan like we're talking a little bit about before we come. So um, we write a soul plan and they are including soul contracts with numerous people. We actually have 25 to 50 soul contracts with people to support each other, Mm -hmm. to have um, significant partnerships. So that could be a spouse, a best friend. It could be a a sibling or even a parent. Right. Um, And so... And of course, there are the ones that I always say have karma attached, which yeah. means those are the challenging relationships that mm-hmm. we came to learn from. Mm-hmm. And that's about that learning, that growth, right? We come to earth to grow as a soul, to become a wiser soul. And that doesn't happen when you're just having fun on vacation. You have yeah. to have some challenges, right? Yeah, that's right? challenges, so- yeah. All of those, you know, mine were very much about like death and my friend's death and chronic you know, health issues and just, you know, whatever that could be, being human, ego, all of those kinds of things. We all have these kinds of challenges to learn from. A lot of us have financial challenges, karmic patterns we want to learn about money, different things. So those can be connected to people or not. Right. But we do, we write, when we write a soul contract, it doesn't mean it's for life. So you can have a short contract to have a very short relationship. You might have a contract with, say, um, a man to be um, to have a a brief, you know, one baby with one month relationship to have a baby. The contract's about the child. Right. Right. And so it's not always in your highest and best good to stay with that, that father. Sometimes it is, but. Sometimes it's not right. So again, it comes back to things like right or wrong or good. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. It's like, what did you plan as a soul? Mm -hmm. Did you want to be with that person? Are you to work through the lessons? Are you to grow and stay together? Is there a contract that that same man had with the child or not? Mm -hmm. Right. So we can see some of our challenges actually have to do with what we wanted to learn and what we planned before we came into a body. 
Right. So, you know, it's interesting to look at, at those that those pieces with with clients and say, you know, do you still have a soul contract? And sometimes they'll say, it's been finished for 10 years. You've just been putting yourself through it because you feel guilty. Right. That's a human. That's the lesson. That's mm-hmm. the lesson is to get over the guilt. Right. Get well, over let, me the ask, guilt. let me yep. ask you this, because the, let's fast forward. The only real energy is love. You know, there is like all, all negativity, all blockages. Those are just lesser degrees of love. It's just kind of lowering the energy away from the natural state of love. And all these life lessons are just to get you back to that natural resonance, that infinite Christ consciousness, that infinite source frequency of unlimited abundant love. So, the question about love is that everybody has a different definition of what love is and how they find that resonance in that life challenge. So um, let's let's so let's say somebody has a difficult relationship with their spouse or, the, or their children, somebody in their family, and it really is um, they've tried and tried and tried and it's not working. Um, what what is the what is the common solution? to find peace and that balance of love in this type of relationship. Right. What, what guidance do you have people? <laughs> well, it's, it's usually five different things. It's rarely one because we are such unique souls, but this is right. what the record keepers are saying to me is that so much of really the healing comes from turning inwards actually finding our own heart and finding our own self love and aligning to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Being able to move from a place of hurt or jealousy um, or victimhood to self-love and knowing that you are pure divine source energy. Mm-hmm. Source is always here with you, for you, you know, infinitely. And so when we can come to a place of o- our own self-love and fill ourselves with that pure, not selfish, but mm-hmm. self divine Christ conscious love. I love mm-hmm. that you use that word. Because well, Christ is just another word for light in Buddhism. It's just another right. word for, or crystalline consciousness. Right. It is light. not a person. It is a consciousness. Mm-hmm. And when we can be the divine consciousness or Christ consciousness or that light of the all of the one, and mm-hmm. we can feel that and fill ourselves, our body, our heart, our life with that we can expand that out, exude that, and people react very differently to us because we are now being love. We are not being a person with an ego or a hurt feelings or a judgment. We're just being love. And often what I find is either those people go away because they can't deal with that. That's too much right. for them. It's right. not in their resonance um, uh, framework, right? So, so they're still working out some life lessons. So those, right. some they people are stuck to, in certain levels. Okay. Right. And, and because, you know, they're, we're not here to save everyone. We're not here to right. heal everyone, even our spouse or our children. Sometimes it's just about them and their life lesson and what they're experiencing. And yeah. we can be love and they can try and match us or they can match us or they can feel that love. They can shift, they can heal, or they can say, you know, I really need to go on my own journey. <laughs> you know? yeah. And yeah. so often they will, um, 
kind of resonate and raise their vibration to be more of a match to us mm-hmm. or they disappear, right? They leave our lives. They leave us. They sometimes walk away with anger, but yeah. often, you know, they walk away or sometimes we realize that it, it's, it's in our highest and best good to yeah. move on and move forward. And so um, there never is a right or wrong, but a lot of it is about this higher vibrational, you know, crystalline light holding this pure love for ourselves. And and I know that they yeah. also speak about this in Buddhism, but mm-hmm. it's really about, you know, being that one divine soul. And so any challenges we have, if we look inwards and we look for where do I have that challenge? If I'm angry at that person, where do I have that trait? You know, where am I holding that? What's my judgment about? And so we need to, again, just come back in, get out of our head, get out of our judgments, you know, get out of our ego, let that ego Mm -hmm. take a vacation. That's a good thing to do with vacations. Yeah. If the ego, ego can go to the, to the light and it, the ego loves the light. Once it goes to the light, it doesn't want to come back. Yeah, sometimes you have to call it back. Like, come back. I need right. a, I need a dual useful. nature. Yeah, because if you just have the higher self and there's nothing reflecting back to it, then sometimes it's the ego to kind of step in it and, you know, be like, I said no. And that's the way it is. <laughs> right. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just don't feel comfortable. So, you know, it's a case-by-case basis. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's very good to know. So let's 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 explore this concept with um, with another topic that is very very relevant. And I have been I have been discussing this with Source over and over again. I need somebody to to talk to about this such touchy subject about the vaccine and how it's dividing. Um, spiritual people to one camp or another and how it's continuing to divide in different camps and, and, and continuing to separate. Um, because the thing is, is that like in Buddhism, 2555, we go based on the Buddhist era calendar, 2555 um, was 2012. And that was the official end of the 26,000 year cycle of the procession of the earth. Okay, and that was the beginning of a new cycle. Mm. Now, not everybody is going to be ready to tune into those higher energies of unity consciousness, Christ consciousness, unification, oneness, and be able to um, stop putting people in boxes so they can demonize and separate and create their own continued tribal feuds and actually see the crystalline light in everybody, the sources in everybody. But that's what happened. Um, And as more and more people go into that, they understand that. But then like we were talking about, the Kashi Records gives us life challenges as learning lessons to either test us or to help us grow. Pick, your, pick how you want to see it. And when it is very challenging, then you know this is a, a big test. So, um, so, you know, we understand we have soul contracts with our families and our friends, our spouses, but we also have are part of the human group. Humanity itself has a collective consciousness and we're trying to figure something out. So here's where, where the question lies. So the thing with the, right now it's trending, but the thing with the COVID vaccine discussion is you have people who like myself are very spiritual, um, do energy healing, connect to source, blah, 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 go, go all of the above. 
And I have been benched. I have been benched a long, long time ago from this discussion because I took the flu shot once. I said this in other podcast episodes. I took the flu shot. I got paralysis on my right arm for a couple hours, called my doctor, <laughs> kind of, you know, yelled at him a little bit like, what the heck did you, what the heck is going on? Did you give me the wrong one? Was it a bad syringe or whatever? He's like, no, it, it's, you know, he's been in business for, for, for 40 years as a, as an MD. And he said, it's very rare. You should never get that again. So anyways, fast forward, COVID comes around the vaccine. And um, I tried to get it because I am a caregiver for my handicapped brother and the Department of Development of Disabilities, the DA's excess, they, you know, they put it out for healthcare workers early on, but you have to fill out a form. And that form said, if you ever had adverse reaction or a negative um, side effect from any vaccine, such as the flu shot, for example, you should not get this. We recommend you shouldn't get it. So I, 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 I answered yes. And it came back and said, you're disqualified. So I, it wouldn't even give me permission. So then I called my doctor and my doctor said, well, it's an option for you, but you have been advised already. So my doctors shut it down again. Um, I went to the CDC website just to be like, what is the deal? And the CDC website said that you, you, you should, if you had these reactions to the flu shot. Now COVID is another version of the flu and it has flu elements, flu shot elements in it. And so I've had three different sources shoot me down. So literally I don't have an option. Source took that option away from me and benched me in this conversation. So here's where I'm going with this. With, with this. You have spiritual people who's on one camp going, I don't want to get it for my own personal reasons, philosophical, spiritual, et cetera, which is fine um, because a lot of the school systems recognize those exemptions, medical and philosophical, religious. And then you have another camp who's going, everybody needs to get vaccinated because if you don't get vaccinated, you pose a risk and you can get, you can give and get COVID to everyone. And their biggest fear is that um, in this camp of the vaccinated, there's two camps of people, the ones who are vaccinated and still respect everybody else's decision. Um, They make the choice for themselves. And the one that's vaccinated that think that everyone who's not vaccinated, even if they have legitimate reasons or even to have the personal reasons for whatever reason with regards to this type of vaccine, um, not the flu shot or, or shingles or, um, you know, whooping cough vaccine, all those other ones that still go around and people have, they think that those people in that other bucket are going to catch COVID and basically kill everybody with the COVID that they caught. And because of that, they're completely selfish. And so they get branded as anti-vaxxers. They get branded as extreme right wing. Um, they get branded as COVID idiots. They get branded as, um, you know, right. All these names just go on and on and on. And so I, I want to address because this, because in spiritual circles, I know that the source isn't everybody and it's not going to create division, um, but it is going to let us make our own decision in how we work with each other. So if we want to um, create separatist policies and ideas and create division among ourselves that is going to give us that ability to do that so that we can learn from that. But, um, right. right. Yes. 
So what, right. what are your thoughts about spiritual people being on? <laughs> if you're spiritual, you're not going to get the vaccine. If you're spiritual, you're going to get the vaccine. So you actually had a recent experience at the Bosnia pyramid yep. that, this, that actually addressed this question. Right. So um, I've never had a flu shot in my life. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of, of vaccines, and etc. But I, I am a traveler. Okay, so I was in Egypt in September, we were the first group back into Egypt. Um, and it was phenomenal because I got to go to 18 sacred sites and we were the only ones there. My, mm-hmm. I was there with a group of, of 20 people and it was phenomenal and lovely. And we had time to meditate in every sacred site because mm-hmm. there was nobody rushing us or pushing us or walking around. And um, so I got, the, I got the download to go to the Bosnian pyramids. I was also in Chichen Itza in January. Mm-hmm. And so um, the record keeper said, we want you to move some of these um, pyramid codes around the world, right? To <laughs> Egypt and, and Mexico and, and now Bosnia. And um, kind of we do this energetic work around clearing old energies that are done that, you know, and bringing in and channeling in some new vibrations or have some energy codes we're holding in our field. And really the interesting thing I want to say about that is because it sounds so very cool, but most of it is um, very unconscious. And so I know I go, I know that some of these things are happening. I can even get information about some of the past lives and different things. But often when I'm there, I don't particularly notice anything. So, but being that I came, that I said that I would come to earth to be of service, to help to raise the vibration of the planet, to bring the Akashic records back to the masses, to help Gaia again, you know, a big Mm -hmm. soul contract with Gaia herself, right? And all of her awakening, she's in the process of awakening also. Mm -hmm. So I do, this is what I do. This is, and when I get the message, like go to the Bosnian pyramids, I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? I love yeah. to travel. <laughs> it's still an active portal. It's still an active portal. So, so, so when I, you were there, so I said, well, I asked the record keepers. I'm like, so am I supposed to get the um, vaccine? Cause I had not really even thought anything about it. I was, I had no particular plans, you know? And I said, is it okay for me to get the vaccine? Should I get the vaccine? Is it in my highest and best good to get the vaccine? Is it part of your Akashic record? Right. Is that part of my, my work and my plan? And they said, yes, they said, there is nothing about it. Will that, that will be harmful to you. And, um, and it is helpful to you as a traveler just to have, it's kind of like um, just saying, let's have this stamp on your passport. Let's have this, you know, kind of um, pass to make it easier. With my vaccine card, I could go from Bosnia into Croatia with no problem, where otherwise I would have had to have another um, COVID test. And so having that, I could travel around with, without a problem. I could, um, you know, really just making it easier. And also um, the vaccine, uh, COVID is very high. It's one of the highest countries. Bosnia, I think is like the fourth way up there in the highest countries that, that have a lot of COVID in, in the country. And so just kind of being safe and taking care of myself. So I got the vaccine, my husband and I got the vaccine totally honest. I was sick for two days. I had a a fever. I felt 
crappy. I had felt like I had the flu for two days. I stayed in bed. I slept, whatever. It's usually, I usually get the flu just to, um, uh, get some rest because right. I'm such a goer, goer, goer. But while I was at the Bosnian pyramids, which I'd also love to talk a little more about, I had, um, some energy scans. They have a very interesting, um, piece of equipment and it looks there's a little box it's connected to a computer a woman Uh there who does these for you and you put each finger your thumb and each of your you know 10 fingers one at a time and it reads them and creates like a picture of your whole energy field and aura of your chakras lots of different information so after having the um the vaccine, you know, a few weeks before I went, uh-huh. this aura picture is very, very healthy. Most people's are thin mm-hmm. and even have gaps and holes in them. Mm-hmm. And this says my balance is 99%. Yep. Right. And my energy is very high. It's normally for women, it's between 50 and 60. And for men, it's between 60 and 70. Uh Well, my energy showed up at 69. She was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're very strong, kind of like a man. (laughs) (laughs) Hysterical, um, (laughs) considering I'm kind of scrawny, but you know, high energy. You have a very high field Merkaba. Right. Very, you know, good balance. The chakra system, open chakras, very, you know, centered. Nobody's usually perfect. Um, mine moved are moving around a little bit through a lot of the energy, high vibrational energy in the um, yeah. tunnels and sitting on top of the pyramid. Anyway, so, you know, this is, is kind of, I wanted to show this as kind of um, my proof. And I can only speak for me, of course, mm-hmm. but that... Um, many of my students have said, well, does it change your DNA? Is it going to affect your connection to source? Is it going to, you know, make you less spiritual? And the record keepers saying, no, no, no. Those are all just crazy ideas that people come up with. Somehow they get spreaded like some version of truth, which is not true. Mm-hmm. And so, so you have yeah. so, so you have you have data showing that even if you choose and I would preface the word choose or choice uh, because we have free will and we have choice in this experience and the Kashi records recognizes that that even if you have you choose to get the vaccine um, you it is not going to affect your spiritual acumen and your aura field and your ability and all that so we can squash that worry that if that a vaccine is going to make you less spiritual is going to take away your energy healing abilities it's going to you know etc etc because you've already shown that it's not now for me i'm on the energy healing camp that is unvaccinated and i've already told my reason um medical exemption but even if it wasn't medical exemption, even if it was philosophical or religious reasons, um, then I would still be in the same bucket of unvaccinated. And I've had my Quillian photography and my aura field read and it's extremely high as yours as well. So we have just proven that whether you get vaccinated with COVID vaccine or you're unvaccinated with the COVID vaccine, it makes no difference in your spiritual um, frequency. 
your energy field is still strong. So here's the here's the thing also with that also. Like I have clients who come for hypnosis to come for six sense consultations. And um, sometimes I will, you know, I will already, w- when I'm working with them and I'm connecting to them uh, as one frequency with source, I automatically will get images of some of the things that they have experienced in different lives. Um, it, it, but it's unknowing, just kind of like you have memory of how grade school was. Right. I would just have right. memory of their life as this and that, because they are me and I am them. And we're just having a remembrance of another version of their life. And the thing I have found in my, um, in my research this last year, because I have clients who ask about this current thing that everybody's asking about, and very soon it's going to be old news and no one's going to care. But right now people are still asking about it because, you know, have this insight that you and I have. But right. anyway, so I asked source in meditation, in hypnosis, in um, Akashic readings uh, and channeling in different in different ways this last year and the same message comes forth over and over again in different ways and the message is if you are going to die of COVID it was part of your pre-life plan that's how you chose to go just like some people choose to go through car accidents some people choose to go through cancer this is how they chose to go well, what a reason. And if you have a hard time with it, come talk to Source and we will connect you and you can talk to that deceased loved one about why did they choose this as the out. So this needs to become compassion in why they chose this as the out and everybody has their own reason. The same thing Source says is if you have a side effect, it was part of your pre-life plan for your own learning lesson for whatever reason it is. For whatever reason it is. It was part of your, your life lesson. So, um, and I, I, for myself, feel that my body was this exemption with this specific thing um, was already baked into my pre-life plan so that I do not fall into either bucket. I'm a, I'm a neutral middle ground. I don't fall in either bucket. I didn't have a choice. Right. So, um, so that I could be neutral to this conversation. So source for me and I wanted to get your opinion about this from the Akashic Records reading of this topic, is source for me continues to tell my clients and myself in all these different ways that it's part of your pre-life plan. You've already planned it out if you're going to have side effects. Um, Some people may get some really bad side effects, live through it. It's a teaching lesson for them. They may die because of it, but they're going to be successful in suing for those damages and take care of their whole family because of it. And so who am I to stand in their way of their money? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which I just started laughing. I almost fell off the ground when 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 I heard that one. But, but for a majority of people who choose, that's the word choose, who choose it, it's relatively safe. There may be some oddities with it. So it's part of the pre-life plan. Now here's the thing. Source says, this is your choice. If, if there's plenty of people who have natural good immune systems, me, Vaughn, I have been, I haven't really talked about this because of censorship and, and I didn't want to, um, you know, be, be censored by um, different platforms. So, but throughout the whole year, I have been with people and I, I quarantine myself sometime between clients. If I do come across people who are COVID positive, who are and and I'm around them, they're not 
familiar that they were COVID positive and they got sick when they were hanging out together, were living together. I know people who are taking care of somebody who was COVID positive, um, their, their, their spouse, their children, um, their mother, the father in the same house. They can't quarantine, they can't separate, and they get the same tests before for their work and then they get quarantined and they get the test afterward and it's still negative they never exhibit symptoms there are plenty of people that i know including myself who for whatever reason are not catching covid and the tests keep coming back negative and sources is saying there are people who have perfectly healthy immune systems that work for them it's a case-by-case basis it's right. all part of their Akashic records. It's part of the pre-life plan. So, um, so the, the fear that's going on around this is man-made fears because this is already pre-planned for them. Um, so, however, source is going to give you the rain to do what you want with the fear because it's part of your life lesson. So if you guys want to create unvaccinated versus vaccinated privileges and sections, you want to create passports all over the place to go move around. Um, you know, you want to have arguments about you got a mask, you got not mask, all these different things that we do to create tribal warfare, because you're still, if you're, if you're fighting over social media and Facebook, it's still warfare, okay? It's good warfare. <laughs> Right. Um, so your, your blood boils, you still get the same um, heart palpitations as if you're, f- you're physically hurting each other anyway. So, so if you want to create those man-made fears and the division, use this as a way to divide each other, even though as spiritual people of high frequency, you know that source is in everybody and it's part of the pre-life plan, whether you agree with it or not, um, then you could do that because that's part of your life lesson. You still need to learn that. So, so what do you, what do you, what does the caution records that you have about people who are um, using their fear of catching COVID and dying and then pushing um, these different restrictions? Because I know, like, like you said, like when you're in Bosnia, they, um, the vaccine passport uh, worked for you really easily, but there's a majority of the world cannot afford the vaccines. And so um this isn't even an option for them. And a majority of the countries in the world are not going to refuse um, people and tourism because of that. So small select countries may do that, but um, you're still gonna have to be okay with most of the world just having natural immunity and um, not participating in these vaccinated privileges and passports. So how do people, spiritual people, navigate this terrain of division that's bubbling up? You know, actually, what comes up to me in the Akashic Records is is actually even the bigger picture. And Mm -hmm. part of what we're working through really in this energy and time is we're trying to move from a very three-dimensional world into a higher five-dimensional world of unification and and pure love. Um, And it's it's about 
really it's about separation and fear Mm -hmm. being the two um, aspects that are so important for us to heal. And what the record keeper said to me, uh, whatever, now it's a pretty long time ago, right? (laughs) When, when COVID started and, and, and when we had the whole stuff here in the U S with Trump and this, and I mean, one thing after another, the record keepers just kept saying, we create ways to bring our challenges, you know, up to sea. So we need to to go, oh, there's a huge um, issue with the patriarchy over the matriarchy, right? Masculine um, power over feminine, right? Men are still paid more here in the US. I imagine it's similar mostly around the world. Mm. Huge, you know, um, differentiation racially, all of that needed to come up to be really seen and really work through in so many levels, you know, we started again with that back in the 60s and with Martin Luther King, and then it got sidelined. We weren't ready to really embody and embrace um, the ability to to release all of our views around whatever, the color of skin, and to really be able to change into, again, love. We are all divine souls. Doesn't matter what you look like at all, whether it's short or tall or, you know, any other- Vaccinated, unvaccinated- vaccinated or unvaccinated. It doesn't matter. We're all pure divine souls. And we have come to learn this. And part of that is about releasing fear. So, um, and, Mm -hmm. and, and it's true, like in a place like um, Bosnia, where, where the, um, where COVID is so high, because no one sending them, they were supposed to get, you know, um, vaccines from Europe Mm -hmm. and from the US and no one sending vaccines because they want to vaccinate themselves first. Now, and now, and now, and now we're, we're vaccinating the younger and younger generation. And right, right. And now it'll finally start to go overseas, which yeah. is good. So we want people to have a choice. If you want to have a vaccine, I would love it to be available for everybody and for those people, you know, but if you don't want to have the vaccine, the record keepers say, look at the reasoning. What is triggering you? What is your fear of? Mm -hmm. Are you afraid that it will block you um, spiritually? Well, I would tend to say, you know what, it doesn't. Um, Is it, you know, is it going to make you really sick or you know, what is it? What are you afraid of? Right. And so if we, again, just like they were saying earlier, turn inward, turn into your Christ consciousness, your divine light, your, your memory that you are a divine Mm -hmm. infinite soul. You were always here. Even if you die, you're still here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are we afraid of? What are we fighting against? What are we judging? And until we can right. break through these barriers, whether it's COVID or right still, um, Palestine and, and, and Israel are, are fighting. And yeah, COVID's you know, over time to kill each other again. Whose God is the better God? Whose land is more Come sacred? On, Who's right. my land, your land? What, you know, my God, your God. Until we can stop all of this, we'll never really as a world move into a higher vibration um, yeah. and really have, be able to create heaven on earth, to really create that sojourn, that huge soul vacation that we yeah. all came to have, right? This yeah. is how we release and we, we, we um, realize 
that aspect of life. And, and when we raise our vibration, what we notice is that when we're more love and more joy and support and goodness and service, that's exactly what we draw back to us is more right. love and joy and and support and so our life is good if life gets a lot easier and when you're fighting and judging and fearing and arguing we're finding more challenges that will show up to be seen to be healed to be recognized we want to see these triggers in our lives so that we can go oh i'm doing that again right right that's that button yeah, it, it, in a lot of this, in a lot of the, the the information that I get from source and all the different ways in which I, I get it with my, through my clients, um, and through different sources, is that um, like COVID, the it, the interesting thing about it is it's going to eventually become like the flu, and the vaccine is going to be eventually become like the flu shot. It's optional. Right now, it's just a hot button because it's new and there's not a lot of unknowns. And so it's going to work through its life, um, its, its course. But the Akashic Records, just to be clear, if it's part of your life lesson or your pre-life plan to get it or not get it, to get a side effect or not get a side effect, um, you've already, you picked it out. It was part, it was already for you. So with regards to um, people getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine, there's always choice. Okay, so it's clear. Right. The caution record says there's always choice. Always Which choice. Is- what they always say is there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. We come here to learn and grow as infinite souls. And we have been given free will so that we always have choice for ourselves. Yeah. So even, even with regards to the Kashi records, the concept of everybody has to, I mean, the people who, who choose for rare reasons to not get the vaccine with regards to COVID or even the flu shot, um, which nobody cares about now anyways, but people who choose not to get the vaccine, they are okay with others choosing to get it or not get it. There's, there's free choice. But there is a bucket of people who uh, get the vaccine and don't want anybody else to not have the choice to not get it for whatever their, their reasons. You, everybody has to get it in order, in order for, for um, the construct of everybody being safe. So that's, that's the bucket that seems to be the one that's most challenged with um, people around the world who are not going to ever get the vaccine because not, um, or who are going, you know, or there's not going to be vaccine privileges. There's not going to be passports in their country. So um, not everybody's going to wear a mask for the rest for for a long time. Um, So that bucket seems to have, in my opinion, and I'm entitled to have an opinion, um, observing this this going on, that one seems to not want anybody to have choice. What uh, what does the Kasha record say to help that bucket embrace everybody's pre life plan according to the Kasha records? You know, again, a lot of it comes back down to kind of what is our soul working on? Mm. What, you know, what is our belief that I'm not safe unless everybody is vaccinated? Because really, the truth is, is that what they're saying scientifically is that if you've been vaccinated, you are safe. 
And so if other people don't get vaccinated and that's their choice and they get sick and die, that's their choice. That's part of their right? pre-life plan. Right. And so and if, they, and if they don't get sick and die, it's part of the pre-life plan. So what right? difference does it make to you? You, you, you got it. Right. 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 Again. So it, to me, it's very much kind of about, you know, why do you care? It's, it's their choice. And, and I say the same thing about, you know, sometimes parents will come to me and they'll have a lot of um, um, anxiety about their children and what their children are going to be and what they're going to do and what, and it's like, even though that's your child, they are still an infinite soul with a plan. Yeah. And it's they the have to live their plan. Yeah. It's the same argument. It's the same argument. You, you know, you, you got to live your life and, and that's the hardest, that's the hardest thing for so many, you know, this is kind of one of those things that what I always say is if you, if, if you have a hard time going over a fear, the decision will be made for you. The universe will set something up and make your decision for you. So I'll give you an example. Like, like we were talking earlier, like one of the common things that people come to you for Kasha Records is should I divorce this person or not? Okay. Everybody can relate to a relationship that they're not happy in um, at some point in life. So sometimes you're in that, that struggle of should I do it or should I do it? And then because you couldn't make a decision, the universe set up and made your decision for you. And let's say they left you and now you are forced to deal with it or, right. you know, or they found an exit strategy. Like they left, they, they divorced you or they cheated on you or, you know, whatever the, the way the exit strategy is, but now your decision was made for you, but you, you know, so sometimes if you can't make a decision on, trying to find the most loving way in which to bridge the, um, the issue that you struggle with, the universe will present you an answer. Right. Right. It's very true. I always, I, I completely, always. you know, agree. So, you know, they also say things like, you know, here's a challenge. Well, you could stub your toe and you could say, oh, I'm having some issues about moving forward. I think I'm holding myself back or so, you know, maybe, yeah. well, uh, you know, if you don't pay any attention when you stub your toe, you may twist your ankle. You have more time to stop and think mm-hmm. about what's happening in your life. What are you doing? What have you come to do? And then eventually you'll break your leg, right? So then, yeah, if you never have... deal with it, yeah. more things will, will show up to either make you deal with it, you know, whether it's health, like stubbing your toe or breaking your ankle, um, or getting, choosing to divorce and to make a, a, um, a, a conscious, mm-hmm. loving separation, or wait until they do something that is so upsetting that, um, you know, now you're hurt and, and upset right. and, you know, all of that sort of thing. You know, the, it's, it says recording paused. I hate to say that. No, 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 mine is mine's still recording. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that must have been a recording from me anyway. Uh, and that's, I was like, yeah, we're- Oh. We're getting we're getting we're getting so into the conversation that sometimes we have to have to go and wait a minute. I see this red light. I'm like, oh my gosh. Anyway, but yeah. so you know, we get free will, which is phenomenal. 
And so it's important for us to use it and not just, you know, float along and act like, like the universe gets to decide for you, because that's not why you came into this life. You came to make choices and to find, you know, new, higher, better choices for yourself to make. So if you're stuck in a dead end job, it's important that you say, okay, what do I need to do? And this is why I love to teach people to access their own Akashic records, because we can ask these kinds of questions and say, what's another choice? What might be blocking me? How do I get out of this feeling that I'm stuck? How do I move out of a place of maybe victimhood where I feel like the world is holding me back and nothing is good in my life, right? How do I Mm -hmm. change that? Mm -hmm. And the record keepers are very helpful energetically, you know, helping us to raise our vibration, to see the bigger picture, to make new choices, to see where those options are. And so um, this is one of the reasons they, they said to me all those years ago is we want humanity to have access to their soul plan, to Mm -hmm. this bigger, wiser information, and to actually start to understand who you've been in other lifetimes. Because when you realize that you've been a wise woman or wise man or a healer or a shaman or maybe a spiritual teacher or an inventor or a writer, whatever it might be for you, mm-hmm. um, when you can see that you have been this before, then it becomes much easier for us to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of feeling like, who am I to write a book? You know, it's like, well, you've been an author. You've published five books in five other lifetimes. Yeah. It's something you're actually good at. <laughs> it, it, it comes, there's a term that it comes natural. It's like a natural talent. It's natural talent because you've done it before. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I really like, because um, you, you say the same thing that, um, that I, I recognize as well. Sometimes when life challenges, like, Come, especially with the collective consciousness with COVID and previously was the the US the election and then before it was the blah 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 whatever whatever the current um, thing is we find creative ways to bring up polarity so that we can decide who are we right and find the most loving peaceful way in which we can do a collective compromise. Right. Balance, so, right? Balance, balance. 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 That's really what source and everybody who works in the Kakasha records or in any uh, way in which they connect to the crystalline conscious, it's always saying balance, the middle way, balance. Right. So, you know, let, let's, let's talk about this. In terms of parallel realities for people, um, how can people... I mean, read their own Akasha records for parallel realities so they can choose which timeline they prefer to engage in. Do, do you, does the records kind of go into parallel realities? Um, you know, it, it's a fascinating question. So um, like Mandela effect, you know, did he die in prison? Yes. Did he not die in prison? Yep. 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 You know, um, I get it a little bit different. So, so when I ask often the record keepers um, and, and I do a lot of healing in the Akashic records and in the quantum field, because of mm-hmm. course the Akash is in source energy in the quantum field of the all no time space. Right. So I can go into ancient right. past lives and heal them, which creates a shift in your reality and your life now. Right. 
So we have all that ability. Um, and what I tend to find is they'll, they'll talk about sometimes we'll do healing on a parallel life or a parallel universe because that mm. energy could be pulling or draining or affecting us occasionally. Okay. Now, kind of rare, but it can, you know, sometimes like anything, there's a, there's a, a breach, you know, oh. the wall has a hole in it and the energy is kind of moving, moving through um, just like we have other aspects of ourselves, our galactic aspects that we can ask to bring in that mm. higher energy and vibration of, of that, um, that galactic life as a, um, a Syrian council member, or, right. you know, when I was an Andromedan, um, master teacher, I want to bring in some of that aspects. And so we can actually reclaim a lot of these different energies in different ways. Now, what I find for most people, some people are very open and have a lot of very developed um, uh, clairvoyance or, mm -hmm. or um, claircognizance. They know they really can see these different things that'll come in. For most of us, we might feel it in subtle shifts over right. time. right. But really what I tend to ask in the Akashic Records is for my highest and best timeline that I was choosing when I chose to come to this life. So mm -hmm. we have collective going on, right? We've got a lot of collective timelines and, and collective um, right. <laughs> jumping <laughs> of timelines. And zigzag. I zigzag because I don't, sometimes I don't like certain aspects, so I'll zigzag. <laughs> right, right. And and I also get that because we have collective and the collective energy is raising, but it's not that high. So, so many of us are on higher, faster timelines that have already right. moved into the fifth dimension or well into the fourth dimension or, or even Wherever. on. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I tend to really give it up to the record keepers and source because I think they know so much more than I do. I know yeah. they know so much more than I do, right? So yeah. I would rather, rather say, you know, for me to do my highest um, Akashic work, to teach as many people, to share as much as I can, really to expand um, the consciousness and the awakening of humanity, please help me to shift and move into those timelines. And then it becomes important for us to kind of follow the guidance we get. Right. right? So when my guidance came to go to Egypt, to go to um, Chichen Itza, to go to Bosnian pyramids, because it was part of my path and plan to move some of these um, pyramid codes around to, to do some energy healing mm -hmm. in these sacred sites then we get to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not go into levels of fear or whatever it might be for us. And so I really believe that that's the easiest way to align to the highest and best timelines for who we yeah. are and what we came to do and be. Yeah. That's funny that you said that you, uh, you have a past life in Andromeda. According to Akashic, I have a past life in, and many, many in Andromeda. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah. So my husband. Um, as well as La Lemuria on Earth, which yeah. um, which was was kind of coincidental. You know, in Buddhism, um, Earth is a gift to souls um, because it offers so much contrast and opportunities for paying back 
um, karmic debt and earning positive merit, which um, other lives in the cosmos do not offer in such a short time frame. So um, that's what Buddhism says. So I found this golden ticket has long lines to reincarnate on earth. Um, and I want to know what are your recommendations for people who forget their purpose or pre-life plan once they're living here on earth? Like they actually are on the golden ticket and they're squandering it. Right. <laughs> like I did for a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say that, yeah, because we're human, right? We have that whole human thing. We have to kind of forgive ourselves and go like, okay, whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I laugh about squandering it. But again, so this is interesting. So because well, I, right, exactly. So I said to the record keepers when I woke up and, you know, was working in the records all the time. And I said, God, did I totally blow it? I mean, I was awake when I was like 14 and, and, and studying, you know, spirituality and philosophy when I was in college. And I could have gone on to like, whatever, be a something teacher or, you know, and they honestly, they laugh at me and they say, you wouldn't be who you are today if you didn't have those experiences. So they remind me, your compassion comes from some of these challenging experiences that you had. And so it was not you leaving the path. It was not you, you know, screwing things up. It was part of your soul plan. And you came back, right? When it was time to wake back up again and realize, oh, I came to be a healer. Oh, I came to bring the Akashic Records back to humanity. Yeah. When you realize that, then you did it. And that's perfect, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's that kind of process. We need to, um, you know, keep following the path and trust in a lot of ways that, you know, that we're doing what we came to do. So, we're not really blowing it or really squandering it. Um, but this is, again, why the record keepers have said it is time now in these in, in you know, in this time frame, whether it's five years ago or 10 mm -hmm. years from now, it really is time for people to to awaken, to raise their frequency, their yeah. vibration, their consciousness. Um, and one of the great ways to do that is by learning to access your own Akashic records and have that divine connection yeah. and guidance every single day. Yeah, so, it, it worked for Siddhartha. I mean, he got his thousand live reviews that woke him up. You know, <laughs> you know, the other thing, the other way in which is a big wake up call for a lot of people to get into the higher frequencies, the higher um, energies of, um, of their consciousness is through a health crisis like you. Right. And maybe this COVID endemic, which will, it will eventually become, is the collective health crisis that wakes us up into the higher frequencies. So instead of yes. trying to find ways to further divide each other and further punish each other and further, you know, create our own little continued eagle tribal warfare with each other using this hot topic, let's find ways in which we can get over the fears and bridge and get to those higher dimensions together because right. obviously this is our health crisis that's going right. to shake you out. One of the things the record keepers often say is it's time for people to wake up and, and take care of the body. 
right? Again, to go back to organic food, to go back to more natural herbs and medicines, to get much more exercise than most of us do. And, and again, even COVID in some ways, people staying home and riding more bikes and getting out in nature to leave the house and all Mm -hmm. of those things Mm -hmm. have actually been very healthy and helpful for a lot of people. A lot of people have left the cities. Right, again, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's positive aspects, but they're saying, let's be healthy naturally so that maybe we don't need to have the vaccine or have it again. Because if your immune system is strong and you're healthy and strong and you're you're not suffering from five different, you know, high blood pressure and overweight and on and on and on, then we don't have to be in fear about dying from from it, right? That yeah. I, I've known many um, of friends that have had COVID for, you know, they usually get sick for 10 days or two weeks. Yeah, it sucks. They're super lethargic. They have no energy. It's kind of crappy, but they get over it. And then they're also immune, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that, that just reminds me, nature has a way to diversify itself because if everybody's on the same bucket, and something comes through, it will completely dissolve that species. And that's why in the animal kingdom, there are lots of different kinds of flora and fauna, lots of different kinds of animals, lots of different races and species. And if everybody got unvaccinated or everybody got vaccinated, we just undiversified ourselves. So if something comes through, it will knock all of us out. So think about that diversification is nature's way yes and and it's huge and the other kind of information which is not really a very nice thing to say but you know we have huge overpopulation and so Mm -hmm. the earth herself Gaia herself is a conscious being conscious sentient being so if this virus comes from nature it may be nature's way of taking care of itself maybe right maybe Maybe. I don't know but we we will see how it evolves because the universe usually gives up its cards eventually. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, it really is. And, and really, first and foremost, it's like, wake up and take care of yourself and your body and your life and your planet and your food. And, you know, stop GMOing things and, you know, go organic and on and on. Really keep have a healthy body and these things won't affect us. And so yeah. there's so many ways and layers that, that we're getting messages to change so that we can go forward and not pollute. Gaia and not pollute our food and our water and our earth and not, you know, kill ourselves off through, through, um, you know, war or, or illness. Right. So, um, it's a huge wake up call because the other wake up call, you know, the other, the other timeline was to blow ourselves up. And we, we did a good job of getting past that timeline. That is true. But, Thank you for saying that because that is the other way in which we were going to wake ourselves up. People yeah. who are tuned into it, the other way was for us to go um, through a world war and basically blow ourselves up and be like, there have been other planets in the Kasha records that did that and they learn from that. But instead, we actually pick, it doesn't sound very um, acceptable for some people, but we pick the most positive way in which we were going to get through and raise our frequency was the covid pandemic because now you get to sit down and be a couch hero (laughs) (laughs) 
much better than blowing yourselves up. You know, I mean, I really had that fascinating experience and, and really kind of heartbreaking experience. Of Did you experience positive. that timeline? No, no, not, I didn't experience that timeline in this life. I Well, yes, I have. Let me just say, you know, I've been part of the galactic wars. So if you want to go weird and esoteric, there's been galactic wars oh, going yeah. on in the universes for a very long time, which is also one of the reasons that um, they said that I was here to work at Karnak. There was Karnak uh-huh. Wars and the Galactic Wars. A lot of ancient stuff, but just being in Bosnia and seeing this recent war in Sarajevo and in Mostar and really seeing all these buildings that have, you know, bomb holes and, you know, that have been blown up or, you know, that have yeah. been bombed, gun, um, you know, bullet holes all yeah. over the buildings, you know, people fighting their neighbors. It was really heartbreaking to, to yeah, the consciousness. That. Yeah. The right. consciousness and level. They're still learning young souls, still learning. Well, you know, the interesting thing was that we were with a, a really lovely gentleman in a town called Mostar, and there was a lot of kind of ethnic cleansing going on. So they were trying to run the um, Muslims out of um, Bosnia and Croatia. Croatia, really more Bosnia. There's not that many in Croatia. And so there was a big battle between Bosnia, where a lot of the Muslims live, and Croatia, right? And so neighbors were fighting neighbors. They're just across the border or um, yeah. or living in the same cities. And so what he said was there was actually, he said he took one of his best friends prisoner at one point, And we happened to run into that man in the streets mm-hmm. and they hugged their friends there, you know, so they've, they've gone full circle, which is often the point of these, which is to go to that place of higher consciousness and understanding to move into compassion and forgiveness, which leads yeah. to awakening, enlightenment, and of course, love. Yeah, you did. They, they don't. They don't. They don't recognize that the 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 source is in everyone. So it's kind of a futile to be to be acting like this. The source is in everyone. Right. Um, but you just made another really great point. That's that that the universe will present you your solution and your life lessons. Because I have clients. Um, and people over the years that I have met who, uh, let's say, they they really don't like, um, they have racism issue in it. And what happens? Two generations later, their grandkids marries a black person right. because they are soulmates. And they go, <laughs> and they go. Well, we're soulmates. We've are, we know we are. And if you don't agree with it, then you don't have to be part of our life. We love you. We always going to send you the invitation. But because of that they learn to get over their, their, um, their issue and embrace the grandchildren that they have. And so they learn to love. Yes. The yes. universe will always find a way to force you to learn the lesson of love. Oh. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> So let me ask oh, something. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a beautiful way too. through grandchildren. How, how could you not love your grandchildren? You don't yeah. have, to have such a hard heart if to not love your grandbabies. Right. Well, let, let, if people want to learn more about how to do this and learn all this wonderful, fascinating information, um, you have a course coming up in a couple of weeks. And um, you want to talk about that course and all the other courses that you have on your website? Absolutely. I would love to. So the course that I have coming up is um, Akashic Course 1, Learn to Read Your Own Akashic Records. And it starts on 
June 8th, that's a Tuesday um, at noon Pacific time. So depending on where you live, but in this workshop, I actually teach you three vibrational prayers or keys to access your own Akashic records. So I teach you to move into the Akashic realm with ease and grace without having to learn to meditate for an hour or two without the hit or miss piece. And so, um, in this workshop, I also teach you how to clear blocks that hold you back to release old karmic patterns that have got you stuck to gain clarity with ease when you have new decisions to make, right? We we're talking about choices, you can open your records and say, which is the highest and best choice for me to make now, this one right. or this one, right? So you can actually get really um, profound, clear answers from your Akashic record keepers. Mm -hmm. You know, and so in this program, um, there are seven live calls or they're also recorded. They're two hour live sessions with me on the internet. And so I teach you my five-step wisdom prayer system. I teach you seven Akashic healing prayers to help to clear and release old energy. We have like 12 hours of guidance and really just working in yeah. the records to learn how to do this. And so, um, like I say, that's coming up starting June 8th and it's twice a week for three and a half weeks. And so I'd love to have you join me there. So that's going on. I also have that similar course or same course as this home study program, mm. which you'll find on my website. So if you want to learn to access your records, but you can't start on June 8th, or you're listening to this later down the road, yeah. home study course on my website. So I actually teach course one. And then in course two, we go deeper into the records, into all these different realms about past lives and mm -hmm more soul contracts and healing. I teach you a lot of quantum healing through the mm -hmm. Akashic records in yep. course two. So it's a process course one and two, the record keepers call Akashic self mastery. Yeah. And I even teach people to do this um, as a career. So if you're mm -hmm. looking for a new spiritual career, I have a, quite a few people who are working with me on career mastery, where you mm -hmm. learn to become an Akashic record reader and consultant and healer for clients. So if you're looking for a new yeah. career, this is another way to do it too. Or so. supplemental income or supplemental income. Yes. And, and you could do this distance too. So you can have clients from all over the world. All over the world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love and, that. Yeah. And I've got two books about the Akashic Records. I've got the From Questioning to New Knowing, which has 73 healing prayers that I've channeled from the Akashic Masters. Mm -hmm. They're both on Amazon. So From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. And the other book is called The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. And that actually is a great how-to book. So if you want to see if maybe you can access the records, if mm -hmm. you're not ready to take a, a seven, um, a six, it's a seven session. I used to do it six weeks, but if mm -hmm. you to start to do the live class, if you're not ready for a live class, you might read the book, The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. Yeah. So yeah, lots of different um, kind of workshops, guided visualizations and meditations. You can find the books on my website, um, as well as the home study and the live courses on the homepage. So if you're interested, I look forward to seeing you in the Akashic Records. Well, that's going to be a fabulous course. I love offering that. You have a last message 
for people who are building the fifth dimension here on earth or whatever society does. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, oh boy, you know, the Akashic Record Keepers, I just feel it like a big hug, right? They just want to thank each and every one of you who are out there shining your light helping to raise consciousness in however you do it. Again, no right or wrong. You can just be love and share that with your, your family or your community or just shine it out, right? Often, like we know, meditations and different sorts of ways really are helping to raise the vibration of humanity. And that is making a huge change. So they just want to say- yeah really keep up the good work. And they are so grateful for everyone's help in this process of awakening humanity right now. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, big hugs back to them. Well, Lisa, thank you for offering to teach people how to read the Akashi Records. For more information about Lisa's books, offerings, and all of her courses, please visit her website, which is Akashic Knowing. Dot com. And thank you kindly to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time, blessings. Oh. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.